Well, hey everyone, welcome to Hello Church. My name is Justin Trapp. And I am Wade Bearden, and I think we've got a really fun podcast here today. We're not going to go super long. Yeah, it's a fun, quick hitter. But <laughs> just drive in a couple of runs and then yeah. you know go back to the dugout. Yeah. We're going to be talking about five apps for church team collaboration. And I know for a lot of people, a lot of churches, maybe you have a big team, maybe you have a small team, maybe you have people in office or outside of office. Maybe you're bivocational. You have people who work at the church or bivocational. These apps are going to help you collaborate and keep you on the same page. Because if you aren't careful, communication, collaboration can be everywhere yeah and i think we put together a list of of five really good apps to kind of help people collaborate and communicate in the church well and we're partial full disclosure we're partial to these lists or these apps because we use them Mm -hmm. here at ministry pass and so we're very familiar with them i think one of the main principles right i think how many like to-do list apps have you tried or like mm-hmm. calendar apps i think that one of the most important things you can do is just commit to something yeah and, and, and kind of like learn all about it and adopt it because a lot of the apps um project management apps and communication apps and, and all all those types of apps mm-hmm. uh, they're very similar right they they do have some nuance offerings but commit to one yeah. don't just keep switching every three months because it's not necessarily sticking so let's dive right in and we're like breaking the like cardinal rule we're yeah. like leading with the most vanilla yeah mundane point ever yeah uh but as the first point but the thing is might be the most important though right uh, yeah it might be the most important and here's the thing you might know about this but it's important that you work with your team and get everybody on it. Yeah. Because if half the people are using this uh, half the time, it just it can kind of disrupt the overall usage. So, yeah. So uh, the first one is Google Workspace for Nonprofits. Yeah, and this is pretty straightforward, right? So for the mainstays of, of communication, email, right? We, we use Gmail. We use Google Calendar. We use Google Docs. We use Google Drive. And our team... Uh, they all use the same thing and it's very easy and I know Google actually makes it really really easy mm-hmm. for you to utilize um, their workspace for nonprofits they have a nonprofits section and I do believe you get a discount if not some some part of it free so mm-hmm. um, I would check that out we've used it for for many many years and yeah. the thing for me is like you know, we don't use PCs but uh, you know, I don't have to install Outlook on a server, or, like get the IT guy to come out. It was really easy. Like I set it all up myself and then we just add our team members as they, you know, as, uh, as we add to our team, we add them as a user on our Google workspace and they get access to all the apps that we collaborate together on. Yeah. And it's just so important, I think, to collaborate with documents where everybody can see and everybody can work on it. Because if you're using just like straight word and maybe you have the cloud version and somebody else doesn't when they make edits this person can't see them this person can't it it just can be kind of a mess but when you commit to a system you have those files on hand at all times whether your computer fries or maybe you get a new hard drive like it's just always there for the team to access it so i would encourage you to to use that if you're not using it the second tool that we have begun using i think in the last year that we've i feel like for me have fallen in love with love it pushed all of our team members to be on it all of our groups to be on it and that's slack there are a lot of different ways that you can use slack but slack really helps to collect 
uh, conversations, you can create threads, you can create channels, and all of your teams can kind of talk to each other. So the youth ministry can create a volunteer channel, or the children's ministry can create a teaching team channel, and you collaborate, you share docs, you talk with each other. And I like it because I think all of our channels on Ministry Pass and Seminary are visible, mm-hmm. so teams can check up on each other, and we can kind of just see, hey, what's going on with marketing, or what's going on with our engineers, and that's really helpful for me personally. I know every now and then, just for kicks and giggles, I'll dive into our developers channel and mm-hmm. just try to understand what they're referencing. It never, mm-hmm. it never works, but uh, I do attempt it from time to time. Yeah, uh, just go in there and talk. You know, sh- talk about some the latest flash trends or. HTML code flash imp- impress you know impress our developers flash may it rest <laughs> in peace thank you Steve Jobs uh, what I love about Slack here's the difference between Slack and 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 email right email I would say we use email now for more formal communication yeah. with outside vendors outside parties if we need something um, you know official to a team member or you know you know just something more important I'll send an email but for every day like we communicate daily hourly minute by minute on slack that's how we communicate now we don't communicate one word sentences in emails because it just gets hard to search I mean oh, yeah. you, you've experienced this um, you're looking for an old email that someone sent you, but you can't find it because it's buried beneath a thousand conversational emails, right, with uh-huh. your team and volunteers. And so Slack is, uh, you're not using Slack for project management. We're actually coming to that next point here in a second. You're using Slack for just everyday communication during the day while yeah. you're at the office. Well, and things get really messy because it's like, okay, I emailed this person one day and then I texted the person another day. Yeah. And then, oh, did you get that? No, I didn't get that. It's just super easy to use Slack. You can download the app on your phone and you can choose when you get notifications, when you don't get notifications. You can also download the the desktop app on your computer so you don't have to open it up in the browser. You just kind of have it there. So I would encourage you to get all your team members on it and create sort of the best practices and say, hey, I know this is gonna be tough. I know this is different for y'all, but if you use it, and you just really get into it, it's gonna help you. And and I say that because it happened to us and and we love it now. For project management, I mean, there's all different types of project management apps, but the one that we use is called Asana. I'm gonna let you talk about Asana Mm -hmm. because you're like an Asana ambassador. I love Asana. I've used a couple different ones, right? I I feel like I've used all the main players. So Monday, Basecamp. I like Asana and it just depends on your preference. So whatever you do, just just choose to dive in. I chose to dive in with Asana. I love it because I can create different product, uh, I can create different schedules, um, uh, promotions in there, different projects. And within those projects, I can create sub projects. And so I can see big picture, what's happening with my team. I can see the progress. Uh, it also allows my team members to remember a due date. So if you're just emailing somebody, say, "Hey, this is you know this is the due date for this." It can be easy to forget about that or lose track of that. But when it's in Asana and you're getting sent 
notifications. Uh, it just it's so helpful because you can assign pro- uh, projects. Yeah, to specific team members. To specific and team then members. It has all of the details in that project. It has the due date on that project. Yeah. So on their side, when they're logged into Asana, they see oh, like this is due tomorrow, or yeah. and they have all that. So yeah, it's uh, all right there. I I I love it, and it's super easy to use. We have all of our writers, all of our graphic designers on there, and I feel like everybody's been able to pick it up super quickly. So it's just like, hey, here it is. And you submit, you could submit your file. So if I'm, if I'm uh, commissioning someone to write a sermon series on the book of Romans, um, we can have them submit their file in that project. And then we can edit that and submit the final project. And it's just all right there. Like I see it right there. Um, so I just, yeah, I love Asana. And we may have mentioned this earlier, but I think one of the main reasons why Asana and Slack have worked so well for us, to be honest, mm-hmm. is we, we've required everybody on our team and our contractors to operate within uh, these platforms. Yeah. So it's kind of become a requirement. We're not letting this this uh, department over here do their own thing, and they're, they're using Monday, and they're using a text message. Everyone operates on the same system, and it has made life a lot easier. Sometimes, you know, they don't come... Um, you know, sometimes maybe a person will come kicking and screaming, but eventually they, they end up loving Slack and Asana, mm-hmm. and, and it works best overall. The next thing that we use for collaboration is for, for meetings, for, for actual meetings, visual meetings. Now, I know during the pandemic in 2020, Zoom grew by like, man, the, the numbers were staggering. I personally don't like Zoom as much because I feel like it's a little clunky. It's a little like just sending an invite to someone. I'm like, where's the invite button? Mm-hmm. You have to send them a link. They've got to download the app and all those things. We use something called Whereby. Mm-hmm. And it, Whereby is awesome because you literally go to whereby.com forward slash and whatever your link is and you just send that link to people and they immediately, if they're yeah. on a desktop or on a laptop, uh, they immediately go to the meeting room. There's no delay. There's no installing anything. It's just, bam, they're there. It's just, it's real simple. It's easy. And I think for, for people who are new to video conferencing, it's just a good way to get them started because like, okay, I don't have to install zoom. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. I just have to click this link and I go immediately there. So we like whereby, and we use it for all of our meetings now. Yep, and the fifth app that you can use for church team collaboration is actually, we're a little partial to this. We're, we're a little biased with yeah, this one. Uh, it's Sermonary. Yeah. Uh, many of you don't know this, and if you've never used Sermonary, Sermonary actually has a, a feature, a sharing feature in it. There's two ways that you can share and collaborate on Sermonary. The first way is say, you're, Pastor, you're working on a sermon, and you want to send it to a pastor friend of yours who's like, hey, you know, what do you appreciate? Do you have yeah. any sermons on generosity? And you're like, yeah, actually I do. I preached that one about a month ago. You can actually share, just send them, as long as they have a sermon Sermonary account, you can send them all of your file, your sermon file from Sermonary, and it pulls directly into their account absolutely free. And that's a great way for you to collaborate with other people on your teaching team. You can share what you're working on with your message. And then the second way you can collaborate and share with Sermonary is we have something called podium mode where you're working on your sermon, you go to podium mode, and that's sort of your presentation. But in podium mode, there's a share link where you can send your your public uh, podium mode, your podium mode view, excuse me, I'm getting tongue-tied here, to like, let's say your media crew, your, your sound guy. And so you just literally send them the link and they can view it on their phone, on their yeah. iPad, on a laptop, and they can literally follow along as you're working through your notes 
in Sermonary. And so yeah. I love those two features about Sermonary. Oh man, yeah, I, I, I love it too because it, you know, it's, this, it's a sermon writing word processor, but we built it to just uh, help you as a pastor. And what you can do is maybe use Slack. If you do use Slack, every week you can just in the general channel or maybe yeah. media team channel, you just post that share link. And so what you have now is the worship leader clicks it and they know exactly where you're going. Because every every time I preach, mm-hmm. the worship leader is like, hey, when do you when do you want me to come up? Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, well, see this point here in my nose. I want you to come up right down here. Don't come up here because I'm not done yet, but here. Uh, the media team, the lighting team, they all have access to that. It so updates they, in real time. Yeah, it updates in real time. So if you make a change and you have a video and you move the video around, the media team can look up and say, okay, this video is coming during point number two. I need to have it ready. So it's really fantastic. It's super easy to use. So uh, it's it's a great tool. I, like I said, we're biased. We yeah. really like this platform, but we like it for a reason because we, we believe in it. Well, we were pastors, and yeah. so we built it for for you know, considering the needs that we had as pastors. I, I can't tell you how many times. I mean, it wasn't a lot, guys. Let's be honest. wasn't that many, but if I'm honest, it was at least a f- several times where I would send my notes right to the media team, and then Sunday morning hits, and I'm like, oh, the, I updated my notes, or I updated my yeah, slide yeah, deck. Yeah. Uh, here's the new file, and I'm I'm sending them into a scramble because it's like right before service mm-hmm. with the share link in seminary. You never have to worry about that because they get it updated in real time. So, mm-hmm. and then lastly, so that those are five apps that you can use for church collaboration. And the bonus one is, well, I mean, let's be honest, it's our podcast. Yeah. We're the hosts. <laughs> it's not really an app, but you can collaborate. Uh, content-wise on Ministry Pass. Ministry Pass, we design Ministry Pass so that you can co- uh, collaborate your content with adults, youth, and kids. And every year we release calendars. Yeah. And so when we release those sermon calendars, you'll see that a lot of the content parallels together. So your adults and your youth and your kids can all be working through the same passage at the same time. And I think that's really the beauty of what Ministry Pass offers for churches. Oh, yeah. Well, Right now, our church, so I'm, I'm, I'm part of the teaching team at our church, and we are working through a sermon series from Ministry Pass on the seven signs in the book of John. It's actually not released yet. That's the perks, right? Man. It's not released. It's coming in October for the calendars, but we're using it right now during the summer, and it was really great um, for the lead pastor to send out that document from Ministry Pass and he said, okay, here's what you're preaching each week. So I'm preaching, I'm not preaching for what? over a month, but I know exactly the passage. I know the big idea. I know what's being preached two weeks before, the week before, mm-hmm. and what's being preached afterwards. And that is super helpful when it comes to collaboration and creating a preaching team. Yeah, and we know planning is a lot of work, but we believe in planning. We believe in getting yeah. ahead. And sometimes you don't have the bandwidth. You don't have the margin or the team to really be able to plan that far ahead. It just takes a lot out of you to plan six months ahead of time. But we believe the benefits far outweigh that work. So what we've done uh, with Ministry passes is is try to come alongside you and and aid in that process. And so not only is it going to save you a lot of time, but we believe it's going to help you be better prepared for the coming months as you plan ahead. So that's it. Five apps for church team collaboration. And uh, we are excited. What are your favorite? What 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 are the favorite apps that your church uses on yeah. your team? Uh, put that in the comment. If you're watching on YouTube, comment below. What is your favorite uh, app for team collaboration? If you're listening on Spotify um, or on Apple Podcasts, just give us a shout. Tweet us 
uh, using our hashtag HelloChurchPod. And uh, we'd love to hear from you as well. Yeah. And also, smash that like button. (laughs) (laughs) We've been joking around. Uh, Now, hit the like button. uh, Maybe give us a share. Ring that bell. And share maybe this podcast episode with your team members and say, hey, these are some tools uh, that I'm thinking about using. What are your thoughts on this? And, And I think it'll help. For now, that's our episode. Yeah. Thanks for Adios, amigos. Hello, church.